0: Boys and girls, it is truly the most wonderful week of the year because it is not only week thirteen and show fourteen, but it is—I'm going to try to say it because i rivalry week. Woohoo! Bible Week. I was close. I was close. That was Why good. We, were, we were sitting after the, the, the game on Sunday morning. Um, I was back in Columbus at my folks' house and we were sitting around the kitchen table. And my dad can't say Bible we Week. It, it's just, it, this is a, I think this is a universal problem um, <laughs> that, that uh, speech therapists across the United States should take the time to address every single November. Right? I,
1: I would totally agree. But it's so much <laughs> fun to say. It's so much fun. I, we should just call it Elmer Fudd Week.
0: Mm. Really? Yes, there it is. It's, it's, it's. Um, Omar Pod Week. The so title show uh, art, they're done. Thanks for watching, guys.
1: <laughs> see you next see, week.
0: We'll see you next it's week. It's Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's 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 perfect. That is perfect uh, because that is. I just it just it, I mean, it just sort of lapses into that naturally uh, every time you try to say Rivalry Week. If you say it slowly, yes. Um, uh, then then maybe you're okay. But if you're if you're excited about Rivalry, right.
1: <laughs> if you're
0: excited about this week like i am
1: <laughs> there you go
0: then then it becomes a, a, a more difficult thing to uh to, to get out of your mouth um before we look ahead as we do uh we will take a look back at the uh, the week that was um carla was there a, a, a thing that uh made an impression upon you last weekend
1: during baked goods week, I, I think it's appropriate that we have baked goods weekend heading into Thanksgiving week. <laughs> that, that, that that's the one appropriate thing is because it's just pr- preparing us a to bake because there's time to bake when it's baked goods yes. weekend because there's yes. no good football to watch, Not um, much, no. And b because, and b because it you know it, it's you know all we do this week is eat right, <laughs> which is why we're, you know we're taping the show on Monday night um, yes. because yes. we both have big plans for eating
0: this week, uh, uh, the, the eating and traveling and, and all that fun stuff and all and, that fun stuff. Yeah.
1: Over the river and through the woods we go. Um, but, so, so so the what one thing stood out? Well, gosh, that was real hard to find something that stood out last week because the football was, let's just be honest, it was not all that great. Um, but the one thing that, there were two games that kind of caught my attention and, and, and a couple things that, you know, is, I'll be perfectly honest, I didn't watch a lot of football this weekend either. Um, so, you know, scrolling through my phone, trying to keep tabs of what was going on, making sure, you know, like we didn't get the ridiculous upset. Um, other than the fact that you know Navy almost beat Notre Dame,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and and so I was right about the triple option you, thing.
0: You were um, you were absolutely right about that, that about yeah. that game, and
1: that was a heck of a game. Yeah. Um, but the thing that really stood out for me last week is oh my gosh! Other than Clemson and Miami, the ACC is a hot mess. <laughs> um, I, I, it, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you know the the things that caught my attention. NC State was like the darling of the college football playoff. What three four weeks ago something like that when everyone's like, why aren't you on the NC State bandwagon? Well, NC State has now lost three of the last four, and they lost this weekend to Wake Forest. Um, so you have that happening, and then Georgia Tech, who beat Virginia Tech, and I mentioned that last week because of the triple option thing, yep. um, went on the road and lost to Duke. Yes. So you know, yes. pretty much other than other than the two top teams, they're going to play each other next weekend in the in the title game. Um, the ACC is kind of a hot mess, and that was kind of the the big thing that stood out. And also, I'd like to just because they're my darlings, mm-hmm. Kansas State, great win. Um, yeah, absolutely. That, that was a that was a really great win, and, and you kind of wonder what happened to Oklahoma State in that game. Um, but we've been I've been waiting for this out of Kansas State all season that you could tell, they were so close in so mm-hmm. many games, you know, and and hanging in there six point seven points, you know, just right around where they you know where they could have been in striking distance and just couldn't finish the deal. They finished the deal in Stillwater, which is such a huge win for them, um, and it made them bowl eligible. So, um, so yeah, that, those, those were kind of the two things that stood out for me. What stood out for you?
0: Um, uh, uh, number one, it was nice uh, having uh, the, the, the internet connection in Ohio Stadium is, is awful. It is awful, but I had just enough reception to know that I would stay dry if I left three minutes before halftime. <laughs> and that was the case. By the time I was, I got back to my car and was out, um, was in line to get out of the parking garage, which did not take long, although there were a fair amount of people leaving then, um, just after I got out of the garage, it started to pour. So nice. I am pleased with my timing, and and the the, uh, the incremental upgrades that Ohio State has made, um, for the, the, the data service in, in the stadium. I'd say it's helped out a little bit. Um, the bigger thing that I want to talk about is, uh, Baker Mayfield. Hi, Baker. <laughs> we can you. Baker Mayfield. Um, I'm, I'm sure NFL GM see you also, and, and, and perhaps even Heisman Trophy voters. I, I would say I would say Baker Mayfield is still the the, the favorite for the Heisman Trophy, and I, I don't think, um, I mean Johnny Manziel won one, so I, I'm not sure that this is going to be a thing that um, right. the, the, the the crotch grabbing and the cursing and the and the other fun stuff that he did, um, that's not. I don't think that's something that's going to disqualify him uh, from from that award. Um, although maybe it should. I don't. I don't know. It's just so ridiculous, um, and more ridiculous. It is ridiculous that Kansas players would 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 pull a stunt like that at the beginning of the game. What what you have to do as a heavy favorite, as a player who's in the national spotlight, as the front runner for the Heisman Trophy, is go, eh, we're just gonna go kick your asses anyway. You know? Right. You don't you don't have to make a big show of it. You have to be the bigger person and and go out and, and speak your message on the field. You don't need to you don't need to do the crotch grabbing or the cursing or the planting of the flag on the opponent's 50 yard line that, that stuff is that's, that's like, that's like peewee high school stuff. Don't do it. You don't need to. Um, and, and, you know, as I said, uh, it could, could that, could character issues hurt him in the draft? Maybe a little bit. Um, maybe cost him a little money. Uh, ultimately, probably not a big deal, um, but it's just, it's just, it's distressing and distasteful. And, uh, I, I think we've learned a lot about Baker Mayfield this year, um, both in terms of the player he can be, um, because he's had a spectacular season. Um, mm-hmm. but, but also in terms of the person he is, um, uh, and, 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 you know, repeated apologies, maybe, you know, maybe one incident and you're like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't do that. And you're like, okay. And then you go and do something even dumber. And it's like, oh, okay, we see what's going on here. So, um, Right. We're Whatever see, you want, to,
1: Baker. I was gonna say, we're, and we're going to see a lot this weekend about the You know, not only the character of Baker Mayfield, but the character of Lincoln Riley. Um, yeah, is going to come out because you know today it was announced that you know Baker's not starting against yes. West Virginia. Yes. um, Not going to be a team captain, but will play <laughs> at some point. Um, this is kind of a big game for Oklahoma. It's not part of rivalry week because it's not really a traditional rivalry. But right. um, going on the road in Morgantown.
0: Not, not an not, easy thing.
1: Not an easy thing to do, and so we're going to see how much this suspension, what kind of weight it plays. Um, you know, if if Lincoln Riley is really being legit and saying no, really, we're suspending him for part of the. You know, they they have said he will play, mm-hmm. but how long is that leash, right? How long is is Lincoln going to let him sit on the bench? I would love to see a
0: the- half. I would love to see a half on the bench. Yeah,
1: exactly. I would love to see the first half. It's gonna be real interesting if if West Virginia comes out firing. Yeah. And they're up 14 mm-hmm. in the first quarter. Does he pull? The, you know, does he, does he pull him off the bench and throw him into the game? Gosh, I hope not. I hope mm-hmm. he has the the head as a head coach to stick to his guns. So when he says no, really, this is not what we think. This is not the way we behave. Mm-hmm. You're on the bench. That earns his players respect. This is his first time he's had to do this as a head coach. It's going to yep. be real interesting in Morgantown to watch all and, that and, and He's
0: down. Like the most visible player on on his roster, he, he could he could set a real example. I knew this, or or you know he could he could let his players know that it's you know you sort of wink and it's like well we're, we're going to sit you for a series and it's not really a big deal. So right, right. That, will, that will be an interesting thing to see on Saturday. Um, we're going to jump right in to rivalry week. I said, yes, I did, we are. I did it. I did it. I, did
1: it. I think well it, done. Think that close. was good.
0: Um, some of these are classic rivalries, some of these are, uh, are more, more current modern-day rivalries, one of them anyway. Um, but but these, are, these are all games that are uh, important and uh, uh, should be good ones and potentially should have an impact on the, on the playoff. Um, and we start, I swear to God, I only did this because it's in chronological order. The Ohio State Buckeyes, number nine in uh, last week's uh, college playoff rankings. At number 24, Michigan, Ohio State is favored by 11.5. Let me uh, stress one thing before we go further. We're using last week's rankings because we're taping earlier in the week, and we are using uh, very early in the week lines. So those those could change a bunch by, by Saturday. Yeah. So with that stipulation, uh, my Buckeyes at them stinking Wolverines. Carla, what do you think?
1: Um, so this is a Michigan offense is still like, really, we're, it's a week Michigan 13 and we're a, still having the same conversation, right? Like we, Michigan offense, right? Yeah. Is that a thing this year? Apparently not. Yeah. Um, in, uh, still completely in disarray. John O'Korn, um, the name that we loved at the beginning of the year got benched last weekend in favor of Brandon Peters against Wisconsin. And then Brandon Peters got hit real hard and carted off the field um and is in percussion uh, yeah percussion concussion protocol see why will we weak? um <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing um so he's in concussion protocol, and again, it's Monday, so nobody really knows for sure whether or not he's going to be cleared to play this week. Um, which means that John O'Korn, who was eh, mediocre at best when he came in, um, and you have to wonder how much of that was his mentality after being benched, um, and how much of that is just his ability as a quarterback, which you know is this season has been mediocre at best. You know, I mean, he's he's done what he's had to do in certain games, but against competition and and tight games, or games that really, you know, against higher-ranked teams, he's not performed well. Wilton Spate is apparently still thrown back into the conversation because suddenly he's been cleared to practice, but he hasn't been cleared for contact. So whether that happens between now and Saturday will play a big factor in this game, but odds are likely that John O'Korn is starting. Um, That's not great news for that Michigan offense. I think... I think the Michigan defense has the potential to slow down Ohio state, but there's just no way that that offense is going to be able to score to keep up. Um, So, you know, it might be a sluggish start just as the two teams kind of feel each other out, but, but I don't know that, that Michigan offense, you have to be able to score points against your Buckeyes. Um, You know, we've, we've found that out throughout the season. Um, I I like, I like Ohio state in this game. I think Michigan might keep it a little closer just to keep it interesting um, early on, but it, it's a rivalry game. I expect them to play up. I expect the defense to play well. I just think the Ohio State offense is going to be able to overcome it.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, I, I didn't, I, I should have looked at the over-under for this game. Um, I would imagine it's sort of low. And that's okay. I, I mean, um, I, I think, I, I think, uh, you know, even if, uh, even if they're, Ohio State doesn't have to score a lot in this game. I, I don't no. think to, to, to win fairly comfortably. I mean, you know, you, you mentioned Brandon Peters is in concussion protocol. Uh, Wilton Spate, he he was clear he actually he practiced, he had non-contact practice last week. Um, so there's speculation that he could he could uh, return to full contact this week. And then does he play since he hasn't played since midseason? Don't know. John O'Corn got benched, who knows? Is the actual best quarterback in Ann Arbor really Jim Harbaugh? And and does he have any eligibility left? You know, does that is that a possibility? Um and 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 would that even matter? I don't think. It actually does um, because none of these quarterbacks, um, even if it's uh, even if it's a uh, Jimmy Herbalt, doesn't um, have shown any kind of consistency uh, to to run a productive offense. So um, you know, if, if you ever under for this game is thirty points, Ohio State's going to score twenty four of those and um, and and, uh, and and move on comfortably to the uh, to the Big Ten championship game next week. So go Bucks for that one. Uh, next up, number 11, Number excuse me, number one, Alabama. At number six, Auburn, Bama is favored by four. This, this, this might be the most interesting game of the of the of the weekend. Um, what do you think?
1: I have not been this excited for an for an Iron Bowl in a long time, um, because of the weight that this game carries. Uh, we, you know, with you know the the SEC West riding on this game. Winner of this game goes to Atlanta to face mm-hmm. Georgia. Um, and and here's the interesting thing. You know, I'm gonna I'll credit give credit where credit is due here. Alex Scarborough, PN. Uh, posted a little bit earlier today that seven out of the last eight years, the winner of the iron bowl has gone on to play for a national championship. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's a lot riding on this game and gosh, you have to really like where Auburn is sitting heading into this game. They've got a lot of momentum on their side. they you know, two losses are quality losses. You know, they lost to Clemson and and LSU um, and they steamrolled Georgia two weeks ago. Um, And here they are playing at home again. And you know, really favorable environment. Um, Bama essentially coming off of bye. thanks Mercer. Um, but you know, a key thing for, for Bama here is, is I say they're essentially coming off of a bye because they were able to rest a bunch of players that were kind of dinged up, including Minka Fitzpatrick who had a hammy, um, and is now cleared to play and should play at least as of Monday. You know, Mm -hmm. as long as he doesn't tweak something during practice this week, he will play. And that's huge. Um, where I think the key is in this game is the Alabama defensive front against Auburn's carry on Johnston. Okay. Johnson. Um, because I, if you haven't been paying attention to Auburn's run game, it's a bit ridiculous. And and Johnson's been averaging 130 yards per game. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The, uh, including 156 against LSU in a loss. Yep. Right? Yep. And 167 – against Georgia, which was a big win for them. But this is that same Georgia defense that held Josh Adams to 53 yards mm-hmm. when they played Notre Dame. So no, that's,
0: that's, that's a legit run defense. That's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a big deal.
1: So no joke here. So I think that's where the game is going to be won or lost is whether the, the Bama defensive front um, is able to slow down that Auburn run game. Lot you know, Alabama needed that last-minute drive to win against Mississippi State. They feel like they're a little bit off right now. Um I really, really, really want to pick Auburn to win this game because I think they've got the momentum. They're playing at home. They've. Got, I really think they can win this game. Mm-hmm. The reason why I would pick Alabama to win this game is selfish. A, it's a gut feeling that Alabama doesn't lose this game because Alabama is Alabama. Um, and B, we've already seen Auburn-Georgia.
0: Yeah.
1: I want to see Georgia-Alabama. I want to see... Georgia going up against the Alabama defense okay. to, to okay. help sort out the playoff. Like, you know, is, is Georgia legit? They, you know, they got crushed by Auburn. Would they hang in with Alabama? I don't know. Um, but I'd like to see it happen. Mm-hmm. So for selfish purposes, I hope I kind of am rooting a little bit for Alabama, but okay. at the same time, I, is it is it okay for me to just not to pick?
0: Um, no, no, <laughs> no, we can't do that. Sorry.
1: Okay. I want <laughs> Alabama to win this game, but I think, all of the everything that I'm looking at here, unless Alabama forces a bunch of turnovers. and that's that's a key difference between these two teams. Alabama's number six in turnover margin. Auburn's 45th. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that, and that's big. So if Alabama could force a couple turnovers, Alabama wins. Otherwise, I like Auburn at home.
0: I, I, you I, and I, I yeah, uh, for slightly different reasons, are in very similar places on this game. Um, to back up a second, uh, of course, fan Uncle Crappy uh, is looking at this weekend and, and subsequent weeks uh, as how do my Buckeyes get into the Final Four? Yeah. And and it's and it's possible, it's possible. Um, but what really I, I think the biggest thing that uh, n- that need to happen, um, Alabama and Miami both need to win out. Their, um, their, uh, you know, whatever regular season games they have left, their conference games, they're, they they will be they will be cemented number one and two. That sort of works out just about everything, just about everything that that could happen in between those spots and where Ohio State sits now. Um, and and I think if those things happen, then yeah, I, I mean, Buck has got a pretty good shot of of making it in the final four, even with two losses. Um, uh, detached. Journalist Crappy, however, is concerned about this game in particular, <laughs> um, and, and this was uh, this was another. You mentioned you, you found your ESPN set. I think this was a, this came from ESPN early today, uh, earlier today. At as as a head coach at both Alabama and LSU, Nick Saban has never beaten an Auburn team that's won nine games. Wow! Coming coming in into in, into that contest, and uh, you know history is history and, and, and all that stuff, but it, it does speak, especially uh, at Alabama. um, You know, it speaks to the nature of the rivalry. Um, Uh It it speaks to, you know, what, what happens when, when Auburn is is legitimate competitor um, that, that weird things can happen. Um, You know, I have to think back too long ago to that, to the field goal return, uh, you know, that these, it, it, it happens, it happens. And, and uh, Fan me really, really wants Alabama to win this um, uh, for different reason than you do, but but I'm, trust me, I'm I'm right there. I, I want I want the Crimson Tide to win this game. I don't think they do. I I think uh, boy, I, w- I would be really happy if this was a if this was a it, in in Tuscaloosa, um, yes. but but with a with with the home game for Auburn, um, this really feels like an Auburn win, and I I hope. I hope I'm wrong, but uh, we will we will see how that goes. Next up, we have number two Clemson at South Carolina. Clemson is favored by fourteen. Carla, will there be any Clemsoning this week? Um,
1: you know, I I really want to say yes, but I don't think so. Okay. I, I I just I don't. Um, I, Clemson's offense is putting up huge numbers. We've known that all season. Um, and. Here's the, like, South Carolina's defense gives up a lot of yards. Mm -hmm. Um, But the interesting thing is they give up a lot of yards, but they don't give up a lot of points. Mm -hmm. Um, They're able to recover pretty nicely, you know, once they get into the red zone. Um, They're only giving up just shy of 20 points a game. That's really actually pretty good. Um, But they're allowing, like, 336 or 366 yards per game. That's crazy. Um, South Carolina's losses are legitimate. I mean, they're against Kentucky, Texas A&M, and Georgia. Um, do they stand a shot of keeping this game close? Sure, they do, um, as long as they can keep Clemson out of the end zone. Um, and and I'm, not sure, I'm not sure, A, they can do that. And here's a shocker, a Will Muschamp team that doesn't put up a ton of points. Stop me if you've heard that before. Um, Wait! Yeah, right? Um, I just, I, even if they can slow down Clemson, I just don't think the South Carolina offense can keep up. That's, you know, it, it might be interesting in the first half, but I just think Clemson's just going to have too much offense that South Carolina's just not going to be able to score enough points. So I think Clemson wins this game. It might not be comfortable until the second half, but um, Tigers win.
0: Yes, this is a huge rivalry game. Uh, Yes, Clemson has to go on the road uh, and and play in said huge rivalry game. And yes, South Carolina is having a solid season. Uh, Eight and three, you mentioned the defense is giving up just fewer than 20 points a game. The difficulty is that they're only scoring 25 a game, which is only good for 92nd in the country. Clemson's, Clemson's going to have a, 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 you know, it's it's Reverend game, and, and the Gamecocks will play them tough. But there's, there, there, Clemson's going to score, and and there's not going to be any Clemsoning this week. Uh, Tiger's going to win that one. Um, next up, we have Notre Dame, number nine, at number twenty-two, Stanford. Notre Dame is favored by a teeny tiny, two and a half points. Uh, what do you what do you think about this one?
1: Talk about two teams that are like statistically even
0: yeah. heading into yeah, this yeah, game. Yeah. yeah yeah, with everything except for ranking, which makes this kind of interesting. but um what do you, what do you, what do you think?
1: Yeah, and, and i'm I'm gonna steal AJ's line from last week about how Notre Dame was gonna have to try to stop the Navy triple option, which they struggled with. Um, and then the very next week, fly across the country and try to contain Bryce Love. Yeah right. And, and that's the situation that they're sitting in. And after last week's performance against the Navy, you're scratching your head a little bit here um, as to whether or not they're actually going to be able to contain Bryce Love, who, okay, here's the ridiculous stat of the year, is averaging 172 yards per game on the ground this season. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, nearly 200 yards per game. Um, the key to beating Stanford is simply bottling up Bryce Love. That's that's all you have to do. Bottle him up, and, you, and you've and you got a good shot of winning um, because that's what Wazoo did. Wazoo was able to bottle him up, and, sure. and they won that game. Sure. Um Stanford is 61st in total defense, so this could get pointy. Um, I, I See, I'm stealing all – see, AJ, you've <laughs> taught me well, friend. That's, you know, it, I, this game This game could get pointy. Um, Notre Dame is 52nd in rush defense, which doesn't bode well against going against Bryce Love. So I'm going to steal your logic in this one. Okay. Stanford has done everything that we didn't expect it to do this year, mm-hmm. right? We predict them to lose, they win. We predict them to win, they lose. So <laughs> right. Notre Dame should probably win this game, which means Stanford will.
0: Okay, and I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, we're going to go back to the, my, my my personal dichotomy um, uh, and, and and make it even more specific versus rather than just plain fan crappy. What we'll, we'll get this is paranoid fan crappy. Paranoid fan crappy does not want to end the season with his team having two losses and Notre Dame having two losses. And I know that the, the conventional wisdom is that um, because they don't have a title game, Notre Dame is at a disadvantage in that situation. And I, and I think that's that's probably true. Um, but still, I would rather that not happen. Um, and, and fortunately for paranoid fan crappy, uh, journalist fan crappy looks at this matchup kind of in a way that's similar to, to what you have done. Stanford, Stanford's a, is a better team than 22nd or whatever they're going to be ranked uh, when when the, the, the playoff rankings come out uh, later this week. Um, and to, to play on the road there is is a is a legit tough yeah. game. Um, they have, they have one of the best running backs in the country. Uh, Notre Dame isn't especially good. Uh, with with that facet of defense, facet of defense, in a we Week game, um, I, I I think I, I hope number one that's that's the biggest thing. I, I hope this is a win for Stanford, but I, I, I think it could be, and and I think uh, I think strong enough that I'm going to go ahead and, and and make that pick as well. Um, go tree, go tree, go tree. We love the tree. Uh, finally, we have the Apple Bowl. Uh, number 14 Washington State at number 18 Washington. Your Huskies are favored by 10 points, even though they're not they're ranked as highly as the, as the Cougars are. Uh, what do you think about this one? This is,
1: leave it to the Pac-12, right? To have a rivalry game like this, that looks like on paper that, you know, it could be one of the more entertaining games of the day, and I think it really could be. Um, but Washington's been statistically eliminated from playing for a Pac-12 North title, so even though It looks like these two teams are are even because Stanford beat Cal last week. That eliminated Washington. So, the only team with a shot of of moving on to the Pac 12 title game here is Wazoo of all teams. Um, So, Wazoo has everything to play for in this game.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, You know, they win, they play for a title. Um, They got thumped at home last year in in, in an Apple Cup where actually the winner of the game did go to the Pac-12 title game. So there was everything Mm -hmm. on the line last year, too, in this game um, for both teams. And they just got absolutely destroyed at home by Washington. So you've got to think, okay, they have a chance to win the Pac-12 North title and go play USC. They got thumped at home last year. They want nothing more than to go to Washington and win this game. Here's what makes me nervous about that for Wazoo. Wazoo is incredibly one-dimensional. Wise, I don't know if you know anything about Mike Leach, but you know, fun gun. And gun. <laughs> um, they throw the ball like crazy. Yeah, and they're going up against the eleventh best pass defense in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, playing at home and against a team that made the playoff last year. Um, so Jake Browning, their quarterback has experience in these types of games and has the metal to be able to compose his team even though they, they can't play for a title here. They could spoil a title mm-hmm. which at home, which they would probably love to do. Oh, yeah. And if Wazoo loses this game, guess who goes to the Pac-12 title game?
0: Hmm. Who? Stanford. <gasps> so Stanford has something else to play for.
1: Well, they don't because it's an, uh, it was an unconference game. But
0: yeah.
1: but again, <laughs> Wazoo has everything to play for. Stanford has to just sit and watch. But if we're going back to the whole philosophy of Stanford doing things that they're not supposed to do, yes. Stanford's going to end up in the Pac-12 title game here because I think Washington wins at home. Okay. okay. And that plays well for my scenario. I really, really want nothing more than a Washington State-Penn State bowl game. Because, one, that would be really entertaining. But you know what would be even more entertaining than the game? Hmm. The pregame press conferences with Mike Leach.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that'd be good. Yes. That would be okay. Yep. We would would like that a lot. We get two head coaches
1: with lots of sound bites. Um, Yeah, sign me up for that bowl game. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how it could possibly happen, but I think a three-loss... Washington State team has a better shot of playing a two-loss Penn State team in a bowl game somehow. I think um, that
0: could work. That yeah. Could work. That I'm could in. Be, and, and, you know, the the bowl games, we'd love to set up a, a traditional, semi-traditional Pac-10, Pac-12, Big Ten kind of thing. So yes. that, that would be cool. That would be, I would I would. I would enjoy that a lot. Um, as far as what I think about this game, uh, the State's defense, actually, I mean, we're talking about Mike Mitchell, but it's 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 not bad. It is uh-huh. a 40th nation and points allowed. Uh, 22 in change, but um, the the difficult thing is that on the road this becomes this is a tough spot to want to get into a shootout, um, and in 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 Washington not only scores more uh than than the Cougars uh, 21st in scoring per game versus 38th, um, Washington also plays defense. You mentioned you mentioned the uh, the passing defense for the Huskies. Um, I I look at this. Um, I, I really it, this really does uh, feel pretty solidly like a, a, a win for the home team for the Huskies, and, um, and you know, and then maybe maybe you get that Washington State whole game that you want to get um, after that. Uh, regardless of what happens, um, we're, I know we're all going to enjoy Rivalry Week.
1: Yes, I, I will I be said. in the I will be in the beautiful state of Florida, going to maybe going to a game that um, we didn't actually even talk about. And how crazy I, is college football this year that we didn't talk about Florida State, Florida? Um
0: <laughs> I said that, that that actually is insane it is um that that wouldn't that would not be on our radar for rivalry for the rivalry week show um but yeah i mean it, it's just that's that that's how it went this year
1: yeah so i might be in the swamp we're still trying to figure that out um but follow watch watch the twitter feed you'll know if i'm in the swamp on saturday um <laughs> otherwise we'll definitely be watching the game so it'll it'll be a good day of college football regardless
0: nice nice um I will be watching I will be watching one game in particular and then working in uh, as many others as I can and uh, and then we'll see what happens when we come back next weekend yes for the much easier to say championship week. <laughs> Every week should be championship week. If for no other reason than it's, it's uh, much easier to pronounce. Carla, thank you once again.
1: Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and uh, enjoy the turkey and the leftovers and and will we week.
0: Wival we week and turkey and thanks leftovers and Thanksgiving. Happy holiday, everybody, and uh, we will uh, see you guys next week. <laughs>